femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Rebecca Iwana. Rebecca is Romanian, and since she was three years old, she has been going to acting and singing classes. She is a polyglot in love with learning languages, and right now a freestyle dancer focused on improving her dancing skills, as this hobby is her big love in life. Rebecca, how are you today? Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Rebecca, and I'm really good today. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling happy. and very curious about you, so I'll ask this. If your friends could describe your personality, who is Rebecca from their perspective, what would they say? Uh, well, I think most of them would describe me as very positive because most of the times when there's a problem in our group friend, we're always trying to, I don't know, find uh, the best way to save us maybe. So usually I'm the positive one who thinks that um, in the end, everything will be fine, just fine. So I guess positive. I like that. And where does your positivity come from? Well, uh, most of the times, I think uh, it comes from my family or from my uh, faith in God and the fact that he will help us all. And besides from that, I think it's just because uh, the power my friendship actually have. So I think that if we're strong enough, like as a bonding, everything will be just fine. I understand. So it's family, God, and friendship. And so I would like to know, in this time where there's like Netflix, YouTube, social media, Instagram, and TikTok, of course, did you grow up to feel that you're still in your soul, a 100% culturally Romanian girl? Or are you somehow of a mix of so many culture cultures right now that you're a cosmopolitan person? Well, that's a really good question because uh, sometimes I ask myself that too. Uh, because of the social media, yes, I, I think I have multiple, I don't know, characteristics from different countries, like you said. But uh, deep down, I really consider myself to be a true Romanian because except from the fact that I can speak different languages, but mostly English, I think Romania will always have a special place in my heart. So I guess I consider myself a Romanian after all, yes. Thank you. And then from your own perspective, what does it mean to be a real Romanian girl? Or what is the culture, the attitude, the way of behavior or thinking of a girl your age who is from Romania? That's a good question because uh, nowadays in Romania, especially, uh, we're really different from each other. I'm talking about the girls because, uh, like you said, we tend to, uh, I don't know, modify our behaviors. I don't know, mostly because of 
other national things like um basically i consider it to be uh, a romanian girl just because of the fact that uh, our language is really interesting and uh, we should appreciate it more also our national songs our national clothes maybe uh and overall just because romania is a really beautiful country after all like i don't know if many people are aware of how beautiful our country is but they should appreciate it more for sure for sure i agree 100 and then well if you could live for a few years anywhere in the world would you choose some place like california or new york or singapore or um you're a k-pop girl so maybe i don't know if you're like that you'll love korea or anime and then you go to japan what would be some parts of the world that you're curious about and that you would love to be there for a couple of years well i think i would go for new york or california uh just because of the fact that since i was a kid i was obsessed with american movies and the american dream i think it's still in me even after 17 years of my life so i think it would be new york or california or i don't know uh basically any place that could bring me closer to this american dream that's really interesting and for you what is your american dream as rebecca well uh i think it would be best based on dancing because uh like i said i am obsessed with dancing and it came to the point where dancing is my therapy most of the times because whenever I feel down or sad or at my low point I just I don't know I put some music on and it's not about dancing at its full point but like just jamming and I don't know moving my body and giving it the freedom it needs so that I can feel better so I think the American dream would base on that like I don't know uh, getting into a really uh, good dancing academy maybe or just getting recognized for my dance talent so i think that thank you and so if i understood correctly dance gives your body the ability to move and express itself in whatever way you wish and that gives you a deep sense of freedom is this correct yeah because when i was little i actually <laughs> there's a really funny story about this because when i was young my mom is the one who actually got me into dancing because when i was a little girl i was obsessed with spending time with her and so dancing was the time where i was supposed to be just me and the teacher you know so that I can actually understand something. And so at first I hated it because it kept me apart from my mom and I really didn't like that. But uh, now just the fact that whenever I'm dancing, I'm alone, that actually gives me the power to understand myself better, me and my body and my mind and, I don't know, connect with music and feel free and feel happy. So yeah, that's correct. I, I, I think my life wouldn't be the same without dancing and music because they're actually really connected and I don't know just everything about it makes me feel way better like whenever I'm low whenever I'm sad it just it's like the perfect therapy uh, therapy I could get thank you 
And since music and dance is such an important part of your life, do you view other people or social interactions or friendships in a musical way where it feels like this person is a specific tone or a kind of music and you play a different kind to create a harmony or anything like that? Or the way you see people's body language is a very dance-oriented way? Has it affected and grown into other parts of your life? And now that you mention it, I think it actually did because dancing actually really helped me to understand other people's body language way better than, I don't know, I think the others. And uh, about the musical type of way, I actually connect, like I try to associate people's behavior or just them in general with a specific artist or a specific song. And that's really fun to do because whenever I'm like sad, or, I don't know, not just sad, bored in general. And I'm looking at the person, I'm like, okay, you look like a Taylor Swift song. So I will just <laughs> relate you to her or something like that. That's funny. And do you feel that the Romanian culture has, gives a lot of big, you know, focus and importance to dance? Is it popular? Are many, many people or girls focused on improving dance, learning it, growing it as a hobby, or is it still a minority? Well, Romania has its own special way of dancing. It's called uh, Dansuri Populare, uh, because uh, actually dance in Romanian would be dance. So it's, not, it's actually really similar. But uh, Dancer Populare are basically our national type of dance. And uh, at some point, like I think 10 years ago, maybe, uh, our country really got focused on that. And they were really trying to uh, make as many people as possible, I don't know, be aware of dancing and just try to get them into, the, into it, into dancing. But right now, I don't think uh, people or like girls are that focused on uh, dancing. So I would say it's a minority now, unfortunately, <laughs> sadly, actually. But uh, I would really like it to grow bigger and just um, I would like people to understand that dance could actually give you the, I don't know, possibility to feel way better, like. If you play a song whenever you're, I know, feeling low, and then you just start moving your body, it, it will make you feel 10 times better, even if it's not the best, I don't know, thing you can think about so that you feel better. But I guarantee it's going to make you feel really, really good after. That's very true. And to understand then, since you've been dancing and involved intimately with music since you are three years old, has it affected the way you learn languages? Did you learn English in a way that is more melodic or musical? Or did you do it like practice the same way you did for dance? Or how and what is your own method to improve English vocabulary, grammar, etc.? Uh, well, uh, I think my English got to be this good, like at the point where I'm now with English, uh, mostly because of songs. Yeah, because uh, when I was young, I would just, I don't know, invent a world. 
so that I can, uh, I know, have my own time to practice my songs and just feel good. But uh, I actually practice English like a normal person does. Like I studied and I tried to get my grammar as good as possible. Uh, but uh, I think it, it, I don't know music uh, has <laughs> has its own part in my English. So uh, I guess you were right. Yeah. Thank you. And it seems to me that you're a girl that gets bored somehow easily, that you hate boredom. What are or what is common between things that really are interesting for you that relieve your boredom? Is it things that make you move your body and impact your body in that way? Is it things that are surprising and out of the ordinary? Or what for you is the commonality between the things that really stop that feeling of boredom? That's a really good question because, of course, my top three answers, like uh, number one would be dancing. Of course, whenever I'm bored, I just start dancing in my room and everything gets better. Uh, the second, I think it would be just listening to music and thinking about, I don't know, deep stuff about life. Or in the third place, I think it would be reading because I really found myself to be really obsessed with books in general, uh, mostly fantasy books or I don't know, uh, like the type of books like teenagers just can relate to them way easily. So uh, those type of books. But I think it would be reading and dancing and listening to music. But if you would want me to say a different activity, I think it would be just traveling, especially in my country, because we have really, really beautiful cities in our country. And I really like to spend time with my family. And so whenever we are bored or something, we just organize a trip in a random city from our country and we feel way better and the boredom is gone which is great thank you and to understand you even more is a happy life for you a, ha a life where you have only positive emotions only good things or do you feel you like a variety of emotions you want to feel sad sometimes you want to watch a murder documentary and feel afraid you want your heart broken and to cry sometimes and sometimes to be happy are those negative emotions exciting and interesting for you or are you someone who could live a full life just with positive emotions only happiness and no sadness or fear or anything like that that's a very good question and uh yeah i think we we need all the emotions so that we can actually live life to the fullest because uh if we're just happy all the time we wouldn't uh i don't know learn how to appreciate good things in our life so i think in order for us to feel happy like truly happy we still need to feel i know sad at some point in our lives and yes i have 
extremely, extremely uh, many times where I just need to be sad so that I can listen to a certain sad song. Or like you said, watch a murder documentary to feel, I don't know, scared or frightened. Or just watch a sad movie and find myself so lonely that I want to cry. <laughs> But I think that uh, those are little, little things about life that actually matter. So we should appreciate them all. Like they're a part of our life and we should embrace them. That's really, really interesting the way you have this desire for variety. And then how do you personally inside view yourself as a person? Like, are you a Katy Perry song? Are you a Barbie, a princess, a queen? Are you like a star that hasn't been discovered yet? Like, what is the way that you perceive yourself in this world that gives you a sense of a big glorious identity? Oh, that's a funny question because uh, those type of things like uh, my, I don't know, th the way I saw myself changed throughout the years because of course, when I was young, I was, I don't know, obsessed with being a princess or a queen or something like that. But I don't know. Uh, when I grew a little, I wanted to be, I don't know, a teacher or stuff like that. But right now, I just like the first thing I want to do with my life is just get to know me the most, like my, me to know me, <laughs> you know, like just to be fully aware of my emotions and behavior and my potential and, you know, just improve myself day by day. But about the Katy Perry <laughs> uh, song, I think. If I had to consider myself as a song or as a band or something, right now I think it would be um, Arctic Monkey song uh, because um, I think they're my favorite band now. So <laughs> that probably might influence this, but I think that would be me. Thank you. And I will ask you somehow of a difficult question, which is this. If you could only choose to be with people who are exciting, where you have new emotions and drama all the time, but you don't learn anything new about yourself, it stays superficial, or people who every time you're around them, it's more calm, but you're constantly learning and discovering deep things that make you reflect about yourself and understand yourself more, but there isn't a lot of drama or new emotions, which one would you choose? This question is not really that difficult because I actually realized that whenever I'm around drama or like in the drama, which is not funny, I don't know. It's not that I don't like it because of course there's a part of me who actually wants to get involved. But uh, most of the times I just wish to... I don't know, escape it. Because like you said, whenever you're surrounded with calm people, you get to know yourself way better. And like I said, this is my dream goal right now to, I don't know, get to know myself to the fullest. So I think I would uh, choose the second uh, version, like the second answer, which would be uh, just being surrounded with calm people and getting to know myself the way I want to. Thank you. And to understand you even more, why is it important for you to understand yourself fully? What would you get out of that? Why is it a dream? Tell me more about this. Getting to know yourself fully means that you actually accomplished uh, half of your 
existence, in my opinion, at least, because uh, we should be like the first person we should think about is us. Like uh, whenever we are, uh, we are in a situation where we have to pick our happiness over someone else's, we should think about us first. Uh, of course, we're not supposed to um, think about situations like, I don't know, family ones, because I would choose my family over myself any time of the day. But like getting to know myself better became a dream just because of the fact that I sort of struggled with it. Because when I was young, I used to get bullied a lot and people made me have a certain opinion on, about myself just because they thought about it, like they saw it like that. So uh, I thought that somehow if I agree with them and I just consider myself the way they considered me, I would just, I don't know, uh, relate to them more so they eventually would like me but that was the biggest lie I could tell myself and I really regret it because I wasted a lot of my time thinking that um, their opinion was right and this is me this is the way I actually am and that they just got me all right but it was the exact opposite and just because of that point in my life I really wanted to uh, I don't know it, it wasn't the fact that I wanted it to be a dream but I really wanted to know myself, like the my true self, because um, it was hard for me. And I think that at the end of my life, I should really, I, I would really be happy if I could just say that I'm a certain type of person and that I actually know myself to the fullest. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, you had a lot of experiences where you compromise yourself, maybe you put others first because you didn't know who you really are. And to have that clarity about who you are as a person so that you can respect yourself, respect your wishes and set the right boundaries so that you can feel strong and never weak or um, broken somehow. It's something that will make you feel really, really fulfilled and complete is this correct yeah because like I said it's been a rough time like those years were really tough for me and not only just for me it was really hard for my entire family actually because at some point I I don't know I reached the time where no one would just talk to me like no one actually wanted to talk to me because uh, they considered that if they would talk to me, the others would stop talking to them too. So the only person I had was like, not just the only person, but like my most, um, I don't know, the person who was there for me the most was my mom. So I started venting to her like almost every day, like after school, it was like, <laughs> like we had this, I don't know, meetings where we were just talking about how my day was. And she was trying to get to understand everything that happened. And like I said, it was really hard because some days were really tough. Like they would say the kids were, the kids are mean. Like, <laughs> I don't know if nowadays they're too, but when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13, they were really mean. And they would say stupid stuff. And I don't know, they were just talking without thinking first. And that's really sad because like I said, it compromised me and I compromised myself just because I wanted some attention after all. Because, And I know that sounds really sad because it is, but 
it was it's the truth because when I was young like when you're a kid actually you all you need is attention and someone to actually understand you and yes I had attention and someone to understand me and that's my mom but like outside of the family when I was supposed to be in I don't know social event or like school or I don't know you know in life with people with others I didn't have that and I think it affected me uh, and like you said turned this getting to know myself fully into a dream of mine so yeah thank you yes I know how hard it can be and yes as you evolve and understand yourself even more it helps you and you grow as a person and understand things that change your perspective is reading those fantastical novels or whatever you're reading helping you with this are you discovering more about yourself through the characters of the books you read through the personalities the behaviors the dialogues is it part of psycho of your psychoanalysis to read often yes that's the biggest truth actually because reading helped me a lot and it still does uh, just because of the fact that whenever I read a book, I just put myself into the main character, like I place myself as being the main character. And so with the help of books, I'm just living a thousand lives. And that's the greatest thing a person can do. And it really helps me because this is how I can get to know a, a lot of behaviors, like you said, and personalities. And I get really excited when I find a character who actually like with which I can relate a lot. Like I just feel really connected with it. And I'm like super excited to find their story and just, I don't know, follow them to their journey. So yes, reading helped me a lot. And uh, like I said, it helped me discover a lot of personalities and made me realize how I would like people around me to be like, if I like a certain personality, I would just say, okay, I want to find this type of person and I don't know, have it near me whenever I feel sad or happy or it depends on the behavior. But uh, like I said, reading makes you feel really good just because of the fact that you can live a thousand lives at once. And that's the best thing I <laughs> discovered lately. So yeah. That's really, really interesting. I imagine you have a big imagination and when the characters feel the emotions because you're a dancer, you feel everything in your body. It becomes so real with every texture and every flavor of the emotions. And you mentioned there are some characters you relate to. What makes you relate to so those characters? Have they been, for example, bullied before have they like grown as a person maybe they're dancers or they read too or they do something similar like what are things within characters that when you read about them or you notice they have you think oh my god this is my kind of character I can relate 100 <laughs> percent um, well, I think that the main thing which helps me to relate to a character is if, like you said, they like dancing or they practice dance or they listen to music a lot or, yes, if they read. But uh, the main thing that actually gets me to relate to a character is their 
way of thinking. Like whenever the author gives me a free space where they're just, I don't know, writing about the character's emotions or thoughts. And I just, I don't know, find some, I don't know, uh, parts where I relate. Like I actually agree with the character. That's when I'm thinking that I relate to it. And that's my character because uh, most of the times I read books which actually uh, show what's inside of the character's mind. And so it helps me way more to relate to a character that way. So I think that would be it. I love this conversation. Rebecca, this was my privilege, my honor. We could keep going for a long, long time. But all I want to say is I wish you to know yourself. I wish you to feel all the emotions. I wish you deeper connection with your family, more travel, more exciting discoveries of new books, even more interesting abilities to dance and perform and find new ways to express yourself as you discover more of your core and your personality. Thank you so much for participating. And I wish you a brilliant day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And I enjoyed this conversation too. It was amazing. And I actually, I think I actually got to know myself better right now, just because of you and this conversation, because I never thought I'll be capable of expressing this much. <laughs> like uh, my English never got to the point where I can actually practice with someone who's not from Romania. Like, of course, I did it in school or with my practice teachers, but I actually got to know myself way better this way. And besides from that, thank you so much for everything you said. It was really nice. And I, I don't know, I, it was my pleasure to talk to you right now. So thank you. Mm -hmm.